Welcome back to Kicking It with Cool Kicks today. We have a special guest, the, the legend, John Shahidi, the president of Full Send, Shots, Happy Dad. You do it all. Really, oh, yeah. really appreciate you so much, well, guys. Yeah. This is pretty damn awesome, bro. You like it? Yeah, I love this. I'm a little uh, in shock. <laughs> you guys, it's, it's so different and unique. For those people that don't know your backstory, like, how did you get started with like the whole Full Send, the whole Happy Dad? Like, how, how did that yeah. all come about? Yeah, um, it's actually something I want to talk to you guys about because I want to learn more about this podcast and see, you know, I think you guys have something very interesting mm -hmm. in here. And I think my story will really help maybe give some advice to you guys and anyone that's listening that really wants to create a podcast or a YouTube channel or network. Um, you know, we started our company a little bit early. We started, uh, we started in 2009 and we were, we were a YouTube network in 2009. Like our, our idea was to bring... Um, we didn't really call them creators back then. It was really just celebrities and help celebrities learn and understand how to build on YouTube. Mm. And uh, it was a little early for the time, but luckily, like, I just was very lucky and I've met some people like Floyd Mayweather, Mike Tyson, um, Usain Bolt at the time, Cristiano Ronaldo. And um, they kind of all trusted me to like help them with like their digital marketing and you know, help them get on YouTube. Uh, Ronaldo wanted to get on Facebook. This was, I think, two, um, I don't remember the year, whatever year that World Cup was. I don't know if it was 2010, but um, maybe 2012. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but um, you know, that's how we started. We started as a YouTube network and a um, little early for the time because the problem back then was um, YouTube. YouTube was very similar to now, the algorithm, how it worked and everything. But the problem was there was absolutely no money in YouTube. Yeah. There was no... Mm creator program there was no ad program for the uh to uh, you know with the, with the creator brands didn't really want to spend money on youtube so the problem was there wasn't money being made and you know everyone wants to make money right mm -hmm. like at the end of the day and exposure wasn't as big of a sell to them back then so you know we kind of weathered some storms we made some pivots into the business we got into building iphone apps and all this other stuff um, but then we came back when Vine started going downhill, yep. kind of revisited the idea of the YouTube network, but taking Vine creators and we just knew that Vine was just going to go away. But also mm. we knew that Vine had a lot of very talented video, specifically video creators who didn't necessarily care so much about money, but just wanted a home for their content and, ha and had the ability to create something that was longer than six seconds yeah so that's where we kind of teamed up with the guys like king batch hannah stocking Le right? lele um, pons rudy mancuso anwar jabawi jake paul jake logan paul, yeah. paul um the top the most talented ones there were a lot of vine creators wow. um I, you know i, I don't want to shit on anyone but there were a lot of vine creators that i just knew wouldn't be able to make it on youtube so we but we focused on the ones that we thought could which obviously all of them turned out to be very successful but we kind of built like this like home in this house that's like network specifically for vine creators and this was 2000 end of 2015 going to 2016 and that's where now today we just became one of the largest networks on youtube wow um the comp the company went through a, another pivot the last two years because covid really kind of like hurt our network because we couldn't um we couldn't actually produce content during mm -hmm. COVID. Um, you know, you know, we had. I mean, any creator that I just talked about has at least three to five different people on yeah. their production teams, and we just. I mean, we were on a lockdown. We couldn't do anything, especially in Los Angeles. 
So we just weren't uploading any type of content for the longest time. Mm. Only creators at the time that were into creating content and didn't care about the lockdown yep. were the Nelk, Nelk Boys. Boys. Mm. So, you know, so Nelk Boys kind of saved us and that, you know, we could get into that story and what that's led to today. And then we also looked at like, well, what's the type of content we could create during COVID that doesn't require camera guys and script writers and production? What's the simplest form of content? Podcasting. Yep. Mm. So we pivoted our whole company really around podcasting. But then, you know, what we what happened with Nelkin during COVID, really, we said, all right, we got to really focus on these guys as well. So, which we, I'm sure we're talking well, so about. What are relationships that new then? What, two, three years? COVID yeah, was like yeah, 2020? 2020. 2020 is when, I, yeah. Well, that's right when, so that's right when Happy Dad came out. I remember that summer right before. Happy Dad came out 2021. So 2021. Happy Dad was, the idea of Happy Dad came out in 2020. And then oh, yeah, June 2021, yeah. Happy Dad came out right before summer, yep. So what are, what's your like day-to-day roles for like Happy Dad or Full Sand or Shots? Like what, what, you're the president of them? Yeah, so I oversee all three companies. Um, with Happy Dad, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to Happy Dad as well. Um, you know, Happy Dad, it's it, the good and bad about Happy Dad is, um, you know, Happy Dad's an independent company. Um, we don't have a big alcohol <coughs> partner. You know, yeah. whenever like a celebrity usually does a deal with their own company, um, with their own liquor company, they usually partner with like a big brand, yeah. whether it's Anheuser-Busch or Easy for Gallo purposes. or whomever, you know. Yeah, they just come and they say, hey, we'll give you X amount of points on this specific product we have. You know, I, th- um, I don't. I don't know. Like, like cacti, for instance, was yeah. owned by Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know what cut Travis had with mm-hmm. that, yeah. but it was really Anheuser Busch, and um, you know, which was a great thing for him because when cacti came out, it was everywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. Every single store had cacti. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, you know, there was you know millions of dollars of marketing we we didn't we didn't go that what, route what's the pros and cons of not going that route then is, is it smarter to do it your own and it's bigger share I'm, more I'm money sure. more money right well, well the thing with Nelk, i think in the long term more money yeah definitely because we own the company yeah you know the company's really you know, it's authentic by, too like i remember the videos like they went to like somewhere in wisconsin and taste tested for multiple times yeah. and it's it's a cacti travis i feel like just slapped the logo on a random seltzer and yeah just ran with it uh, I think the biggest benefit to it is um, we don't have to answer to anybody, you yeah. know, especially Nelk's content being edgy. Nelk, you know, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. like the podcasts, you know, like, you know, they interview anyone they want. Anyone. Say whatever they want. O.J. Simpson. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think you're pretty sure if we had a deal with Anheuser-Busch and we had O.J. Simpson holding one of the cans, like some people would call, yeah. tell us not to upload that sure. or, you know, former president or whatever. You know, I'm like, um, you know, I think. The big, the best part about it is like, the 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 bad thing is going back to my days, like you know, like, you know, we're hiring our own sales team. We go like if you go on our uh, social media and you see these displays, we're doing that. We're you know, and we only have we're at forty four employees right now, but we're in sixteen states. We're launching five more. That's not enough manpower to service all the different stores that carry Happy Dad. Mm. So that's why Happy Dad right now, for as big as it is, happy in the in the 16 states that we're in, we're in less than 10% of the stores. retail stores mm. wow. that carry a liquor license. So we still have like 90% there's uh, you know um, penetration to go. So so you know that's the good and bad. You know the the bad. You know I mean Happy Dad could be. 
10x bigger. Well, yeah. Plus, plus all the states that we're not in, because we're the ones that are applying for the licenses and then figuring out the distribution and you know and meeting with all the different buyers and all that. Mm-hmm. Now, the good the good about that is. I'm now the point of contact for Walmart. I'm the point of contact yeah. for Ralph's and Kroger's, Costco, 7-Elevens, Circle K, me, my brother. So like now we've got that relationship with these people. I don't have to go and, you know, ask the guy from Anheuser-Busch, say we did partner with them and say, yeah. hey, can I meet the Walmart guy? Because most likely they're going to say no, right? Because they want the control. So now I've got that relationship. So other products, whether it's under Full Send or under Happy Dad, you know, we're a phone call away now to yeah. get a product into Walmart, Cut Costco. Point. Cutting the middleman out. Yeah. yeah. So in the long run, I think that's going to benefit us. Now, yeah. it sucks today because Happy Dad is not as big as it can be because we only have less than 10% market penetration in only 16 states, 21 by the end of April. Um, but in the long run, you know, me, be, you know, having that Rolodex now. So it's like kind of being an incubator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want, so you guys pick... The slower, the slower, slower progress, but at the end, bigger pot, bigger yeah. reward, yeah. yeah. Or do you want to speed this up and just get the bigger reward now? Get in, get out. But yeah, you're going less control at the end. Is it, it, it self funded? Did you guys raise something. money or uh, it was, for Happy Days? It was, was self funded at first. We're raising money now. Um, oh, let me know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe in it. That's a yeah. dope, a dope yeah, concept, dope marketing you guys yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you guys ever put the numbers out there yet in the public? Um. Or I don't know if you want to share it, but you know uh, we we don't sh- necessarily share it. Um, and I'll be honest, one is we don't really feel we need to share it. No, the one fucking time, man, I could cuss here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we one do fucking it. time we shared one thing. Within 30 days, we had like three lawsuits. Like you know, like people just like, oh shit, you guys must have money. So people just try to sue us for like yeah. random stupid shit. I don't want to even talk about what it yeah. was because I don't, yeah. I don't want anyone to say, oh, you have to edit that part out. But yeah, so I was like, you know what? Let's just fucking put our heads down. We don't need to really share shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, it's one of those things. Like you know, the bigger what we show publicly that we are, and one person writes an article that you know milks company is worth this much now it's like people just want to come after nelk over so many different yeah. reasons so i just don't want to make that target bigger we don't need to people know we're big you know yeah, like you no. know it's like it's pretty obvious you know you can see on socials it's, no, it's everywhere you know, like how do you how do you deal with actually all that because you guys do some stuff where it's like a, a random person might do like interviewing trump or doing like a controversial stuff how do you deal with like a lot of that hate um we actually don't get a lot of they hate. don't get yeah the yeah. supporters are pretty like, yeah we don't we don't get a lot of hate i mean there, there'll be that one person that calls me about their opinion yeah. like or you know dm me on instagram like you know can't believe you guys did this and i'm like All right. yeah can't satisfy everybody can't. can't can't make everyone happy but it's usually one out of a thousand people will complain you know mm-hmm. like that's what some people get caught up on that one oh man people hate us but like i enjoy the 999 Others, yep. That's just crazy. That's just yeah. Snow boys are down to earth too. I live in uh, Newport, and I'd be going out at Wild Goose. I see him oh, there, yeah. just chilling with people. We so. just got on the menu there. I know Wild everywhere. Goose. It's everywhere there. Yeah. Just, shout out crazy. to Mario, the owner there. He's a uh, he's a big supporter. He's got us into all those locations. Yeah. Wild Goose, um, Muldoon's. Yep. Um, just a couple other ones. What's the, what's the other ones? Um, I think you guys are Malarkey's like, too. No. Malarkey's. That's his so, spot right? too. Yeah. yeah. Malarkey's. What's the best food spot in uh, Orange County, Newport? Oh, the, you were born and raised there, right? I was I was born in L.A., but I was raised there. Yeah, um, so many. I want to see what he says because I know my number one, and I'm gonna be. 
I live and die by this place. Yeah, I mean, I technically food, food place. Food. Yeah. South of Nick's in Laguna. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm always saying Nobu, but shit. I'm trying to think. Put me on the spot. I don't know. I'd say one of those two right now. How old are you? 26. All right. I got to take, take you this one spot. Maybe you know already. A restaurant? Oh, the A. Yeah, come Bro, on. That's a they just opened a new one in Javier's. Yeah. They actually opened one up here in L.A. Wait, wait, what kind of food is it? Yeah. Bro, yeah, this is the best. We, we're going to go together. Best. Let's go. A is the best restaurant so in California. So what kind of food is it? It's, uh, it's everything. It's like, steak. I, I got some truffle mac and cheese. Yeah, steak. What's your go-to dish? The A restaurant. There's one in Newport. They got a boneless ribeye, but sometimes I'll get the fish. Um... They have an A5 Wagyu. That's crazy, oh, yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. Bro, this place is crazy. A5 Wagyu. Did they open the one in LA already? Or? No. Um, Are they coming out? We got to make a trip out there. Go. A5 oh, Wagyu. To Orange County. Pull up, it go. might be open. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you said go to there tonight. I'm going to be out there. Oh, yeah, a restaurant is the best five minutes from my house. Yeah, but they got two of them though. But yeah. Speaking of I restaurants, like are you, um, do you have any investments in restaurants or like the the nightlife or that type of industry? No, you, you actually can't if you own an alcohol company. You really? Cannot, you cannot have ownership any any kind of alcohol retailer. Wow. Yeah. So there's a tight house law um, that kind of uh, restricts an alcohol retailer from have, having ownership in a bar or restaurant, which I'm still trying to figure out how like Jimmy Buffett does it or Sammy yeah. Hagar. Um, I think probably just licensing deals, but um, no, we um, we don't we we support those who support us, um, but yeah, no no ownership, no. What what's next for you? Like what 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 keeps you up at night or like like what's next? You you've accomplished so much in your lifetime, like. You know, I mean, happy that has a lot of, uh, you know, a, a lot of work ahead. You know, like I've said a few times, sixteen states got to get into more. Uh, we're launching Canada. Uh, we're launching a pretty big flavor um, in April. Um, I'll just leave it at that. But it's a pretty big Stay flavor. We'll find out with, a, with a big, with a huge partner. Um, and then, um, you know, then then shots, which is now Shots Podcast Network. We have Full Send Podcast. We have the Pivot Podcast. We have partnership with Mike Tyson. So we have a bunch of different podcasts underneath that network mm-hmm. that we want to grow. A few more that we're launching this year. Um, Full send Nelk, you know, always thinking of ways to help out Kyle, like creatively, you know, come out with the best videos. I think what he's doing with Hezbollah recently is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, he becomes a Nelk boy soon. So, um, uh, really, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I mean, I mean, he pretty much is at this point. Yeah. You know, like, um, so you know, really, those three things. But I think the big picture for us right now is, you know, we. Um, I was on. Um, pump global podcasts recently and i was talking about how like we want to create more consumer goods products underneath the happy dad umbrella because now happy dad we have 40 plus employees we have all these relationships with these retailers um we have a great reputation with the retailers like they love us you know we're like we have a, we're a product that actually moves you know most yeah. seltzers aren't moving you know yeah. most seltzers they're actually sending the seltzers back yep. especially startup seltzers so, like they're yeah. calling back and like re- returning you know because the seltzer market is like this right now really but yeah but our, but happy dad sales are like this so uh, we've done something very different and we've kind of cracked the code on that market um even during the winter times which no one buys seltzers drinks sell any kind of drink, can drink you know um the winter, the October, November, December times, usually wine or whiskey. Mm. Um, um, you know, that's when the wine and whiskey sales are up. But we were we crushed it this 
winter. Um, lot, you know, hats, hats off to our marketing team that really shifted the marketing from like, you know, most seltzers are advertising beachside, poolside. Our marketing team said, hey, listen, we probably shouldn't be doing that during the winter months. If, or we're going to struggle like every other canned company. Let's yep. focus on football. So mm. if you saw any of our f- marketing yeah. during those months, it was all about, you know, order Happy Dad at, for your tailgate. You know, uh, these stadiums carry Happy Dad or, you know, get Happy Dad delivery before the games kick off Sunday morning. So um, that really that shift in marketing really changed yeah. things up for us to have a solid winter. But now Happy Dad, because of our distribution network, our sales network, we have a state-of-the-art sales team um it's kind of opened the doors for us to go in and have other consumer goods products mm, that's, so, that's so random but why why, why wintertime seltzers don't people just don't want cold cold drinks like, yeah. like people are more right, into you know, like wine like, you get a white claw or you'll get that 20 anytime i've never thought about like oh it's these you know i mean if you're like think about it, if you're like back east somewhere and it's cold and you're in the house you're probably taking whiskey shots or oh, yeah, you so, don't want to drink so a egg, eggnog yeah exactly yeah. you know eggnog um wine i think a lot of people wine, buy wine yeah. gift wine during those times yeah. and the seltzers are like ipas and like do people just random like people just make it out there can you make a seltzer in your garage um, that's like you do with beer and nah yeah, I mean, I mean, our seltzer is a beer. Like it's yeah. it's malt, it's a malt based seltzer. So it's pretty much made. It's I mean, the breweries that were were created out of our make some of the top beers. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know how to do it, but pretty sure it's possible. That's you guys ever thought about doing like another type of liquor or anything like that? Oh yeah, it's coming up. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I the stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't be twenty twenty three, but yeah, there yeah. are some. You know. Uh, Everything we've, we're going to come out with this year was planned out and the idea and the planning and the tasting came, was like last year. So now this year we're planning on what we're coming out with 2024, is, which is what you just nailed. Nice. Um, you know, because it takes about a year to do everything right from coming up with like what the product is, making sure the product's great. Because branding, um, it's a bunch of the branding, right in, you know, then like creating the product, having enough product. You know, but then figuring out the balance, you know, there's been some products that we've made that we've just sat on. It's like, shit, this was a flop. What do we do with this? Mm-hmm. Then when, like, you know, when Happy Dad came out, it's like, shit, we didn't make enough. Everyone wants it. Everyone's mad at us that we don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's always that part. But I think the most important part of creating a product, and you guys see at the store, is like just having a fucking great product. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's very, very, very easy to sell something that's great. Yep. It's very easy. It's very easy to sell something that's great. For us, what I always tell people is everyone sells. There's so many sneaker stores now. You go to any mall in America that have it. But the reason people come to Cool Kids is because of the experience. Yeah. And that's the same thing with Happy Dad. It's mm-hmm. like there's, all, there's so many other seltzers. There's so many other products they can buy to get intoxicated or whatever. But they want to do it because it's the vibe. It's, mm-hmm. it's the cool factor. Yeah. And that's what makes it so unique. Um, and it's good though. It actually tastes good. It does. It's have, really good. Yeah, it's just good. Uh, one thing I want to ask you: Do you ever have a fear of um, getting banned on like YouTube? Because all all the stuff that's going on, like what, you saw what happened with Steve, will do it. Yeah. You, do you ever feel like the, the Nug page or even full and podcast would ever get taken down? Or if it would, what what would you guys do? Um, 
Well, if it did, we'd figure it, figure it out, just like Steve has. You know, Steve's figured it out. You know, he's Rumble. Now on Rumble. Yeah. yeah, he's in Rumble. His socials everywhere else are growing. His Snapchat numbers are like 100x. He wasn't really using Snapchat before. Now his Snapchat's crushing. Uh, his Twitter. Um, yeah, so you know he's he's figured it out. Uh, he, he has his uh, Spotify and Apple podcast now. Oh, he has his own podcast. Yeah, yeah, he just launched it. Oh, uh, really? Maybe he's on just. I think he just uploaded episode eight. So um, oh damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he got married too, didn't he? He proposed. Proposed. Yeah, he's got a fiance. So you know he's figured it out. I'm sure it stings, but um, I, I'm not as worried because you know me personally, I'm always in touch with YouTube. Um, I know the do's and don'ts of youtube mm-hmm. um i educate the boys on it some of the boys listen you know who doesn't <laughs> yeah. you know but that's why he's steve will do it you yeah. know like <laughs> you know he's in his own world yeah. you know so you know so steve's in his own world and and i and we fucking love him to death because that's you know that's steve is uh steve is a modern day rock star you yeah, know? like he's like you know if steve was like in 1988 he'd be like axel rose you know what i mean like he'd be like he's a modern day rock star so you know good luck trying to tell axel rose in 1988 what to do or what not to do you know speaking of of the guys from over there what's the what's the guy what's the dude's name he's like a hobbisha guy on oh salim wait over the night boys salim if you're watching this man if you ever see this man i'm gonna tell you you're one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Salim, I don't, probably Salim. Salim. He's, he's been yeah. here. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did a video. Find, he fucks with cool kids. I don't yeah. find people like, he's funny, funny like that. Like, there's a lot of people. He's naturally like, funny. I'm right. not going to drop some of these influencers out there, the names out there, but some of these guys, they come here, so I'm not, I don't think it's funny. That guy, I he's seen him. on another level. When uh, Santiago used to show me the videos, I used to watch it, and I, natural. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it, it doesn't, and I think it reminds me of myself sometimes because, you know, one, one thing, I used to hate this, man, right? growing up, I used to say, oh, man, you goofy, you this, you funny. I'm just naturally, I don't, I don't come in a room and say, oh, everybody laughing, you know what I mean? Everybody just yeah. starts laughing. I seen it in him, I said, nah, this is the funniest guy I've seen. Dude, it's organic, Anything it's he not does, cringe. the way he talks, the way his manner, everything. He's just so dry. Shout out to him. Dry yeah. Yeah. Shout that's out to Slim, that's my man. <laughs> I guess what we got here. Good dude. We got yeah. the, we got the pro- product right there. <laughs> we got happy dad in the building? We got happy dad in the building. Better be <laughs> cold. Adele, you got a shotgun one for the <laughs> camera, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Salim's great. You know, um, oh, when funny. we had, um, I think last year, April, we had Snoop on the Full Send podcast. Oh, yeah. And like a merch collab, too. I've seen that. Yeah. They, 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 they've been collabing with a bunch of people. I saw yeah. the the baby collab. The baby collab, yeah. Snoop did the merch collab. Um, Snoop, Snoop collab, yeah. Snoop collab, yeah. The I baby has boiled scores. There was a UFC <laughs> collab a while ago. Um, Mike Tyson, that was a cool collab. Oh, yeah. dope. Mike Tyson was a really cool He's one. He's been here too. He shot his podcast yeah, in, right in the story. Yeah. He did. Um, but oh yeah, so I was saying with Salim oh, when we had Snoop on. Um, I don't remember why Salim wasn't hosting the podcast. I, th- I think he ate it like an edible or yeah. something. Like he just couldn't. He's like, dude, I can't talk, but I'm gonna be there. But he was like in a corner and Snoop, and it's actually on the podcast. Like if you watch it, I don't know what timestamp. But you know, Snoop's in the middle of talking and he's you know talking to Kyle and Steiny and the guys, and, and he just sees Salim and he just loses. Like, yo, what's up, little homie? Yeah. Like he just Snoop just lost his mind when he saw Salim. Like lost his mind. Like that's dope. And Salim's like high, like in the corner. Like didn't even really know what to do about it. (laughs) 
But Salim's <laughs> awesome. Um, he actually has a podcast coming out. Really? Yeah, yeah. And within the next couple of weeks, he's him funny. and cousin Jay are going to do a podcast. Now he's got oh, focusing on his own YouTube channel. Yeah, he's got his YouTube. Um, I think he's been <laughs> he ever golfing since too. Oh, he, he has his own. He golf a lot too. He golfs yeah, a lot. He golfs a lot. You golf for two years. He's actually become. Um, I don't know if we ever announced this publicly, but he became a partner in Happy Dad when he turned twenty-one. Because he oh, was yeah. when yeah, we launched Happy Dad, he was under under um underage and so, so he we couldn't like we yeah. couldn't even have him around anywhere like ever so so finally when he turned 21 happy dad threw him a party but then we made him a partner in oh, the company um so now he's a partner doing all the different touring with happy dad and um supporting that and then um and i think between that golfing yeah. um you know, now he wants to create a podcast as well, which was yeah, funny. Jay. He could easily do that. Be yeah, they sent me the first episode, and it's so funny. It's just the two of them. All Cousin right. Jay and him grew up together, and um, in the in the you know in Northern Cali, and like so, they just have so much chemistry. They have so much stories, but they're just like the two of them together are so hilarious. Funny. And Jay just knows how to like kind of like trigger like funny things yeah. out of Salim too. So it's gonna be a really interesting. It's just gonna be the two of them. I don't know if they're ever going to have like celebrities on there or what they're yeah. going to do. I don't know. Or mm -hmm. just going to be the two of them talking shit. I'm going to watch it. I'm yeah, watch it. it's going to be hey, great. Buddy, he's, yeah. uh, naturally, I love the guy. I said, man, you really, you really funny. It was a clip. They were doing something where they were trying to get these guys laid. They were doing like wh they were trying wh to whispering shit laid. in the, in the uh, uh, and the guys, were, yeah. and the guys who were trying to get, they were trying to pick, they were trying to pick the, the girl. and then the one guy had an opinion about one of the girls. And he had like a, oh, he was being picky. I think it's Chaffee and or something. Yeah, Chaffee. So and he Chaffee, just stopped. Yeah. He just, he stopped. Like he went off script. He's like, hey man, hey, stop it. He basically yeah. said, hey, you you have no, yeah. like who are you to choose? Like, just take what you yeah, can yeah. take and go. But the way he did it, it was just natural. Like a natural funny guy. A lot of these guys just don't laugh. But him, I laugh like yeah. straight up. You know, the, uh, up. going back to like, if you've got a great product, it's going to be easy to sell. If you're working with great people, it's easy to do mm -hmm. the job Bingo, too. Bingo, yeah. You know, and, and Steve, Kyle, Salim, the the whole crew, like, you know, our staff, um, even Chaffee, you mentioned Chaffee, like, um, Steiny, like everybody, like everyone just like, you know, that's one thing people don't know about Nelk is on and off camera. These guys are all boys. They're yeah, always yeah. hanging yeah. out with each other. They're it's always clutch. together. I mean, there's sometimes they're just like doing stuff and I'm like, dude, where are the cameras? Yeah. You know, and they're like, no, 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 we're just hanging out. Like, it's like not everything is actually filmed and put out there but it's like genuine like the love that we all have for one another my brother sam like everybody um you know our staff like even people who aren't on camera um people who are sometimes on camera alex laurence drew hill like we just have like a incredible team and i think that's just so made my life easy you know because mm. it's not what what we do is not easy at all um so much different parts i mean we're running you know, you got to remember when you've got an independent alcohol company, it's almost like being an independent artist. You know, you don't have all these tools to grow overnight. So you got to do it on your own. People don't really believe like, you know, that's why you don't see a lot of independent artists really blow up. Um, and that's kind of the same thing that we're dealing with in the alcohol space is like, you know, we always have to explain ourselves. We always have to like, you know, then, then you know, what happens with an independent artist that, that says no to the big label, the label tries to sabotage them and all this other shit and that's the same thing that happens with us and alcohol is like you know all these you know i don't want to say the beer company but one big beer company wanted to have a serious conversation with us and we said hey we're not ready for that conversation now these guys talk shit you know and like you know there's a video supposedly i'm trying to get a hold of it like they had a rep go into um one of the stores in new york and 
slice all the happy dad boxes really yeah with a box cutter slice the bottom and there's a video of him doing it and there's a video of a customer grabbing the happy dad and the happy dads all explode everywhere like little shit like that like they just uh, go after you those shit that we deal with but um but we're still good you know like at the end of the day we're still we're, we're happy and we all love each other and yep. it's like it's all family and love so um that's why like going back to what i was saying earlier about problem solving is like you know it's easy it's, i don't mind problem solving i don't mind dealing with the things that i deal with because i love what i do because of mm. these guys they're the best you know and dana white says it all the time like if you ever hear dana white talking about the milk boys yeah. you know dana deals all with a time. lot of different people he's like he's like i fucking love these guys yep. dana doesn't love us because we post about what you know what i mean like dana's got deals with every single major network espn disney like yeah. tbs all of them dana, dana doesn't need us to post about them dana loves us because good he vibes knows, genuine people yeah, yeah exactly, you know genuine. so so that you know that's that's what you get with the network. And, and that goes a long way and i was going to bring that up to you you have so many great relationships in the industry like people don't realize like networking is everything and uh, do you have any like words of advice for maybe a, a, a young kid out there that wants to pursue or be an entrepreneur just or just meeting like the right individual yeah. people like the right people well, I, I say this every 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 time I speak any, anywhere publicly is um, don't burn any bridges. You never know who becomes who. Life is not short. Life is long. You know, uh, there are people I've, I've had relationships with, the guys who helped create Happy Dad. We, I've known them since the early 2000s. We actually created a company together in, I want to say, 2007, 2008. The company flopped. Um, it was an alcohol company, okay. 2007, 2008. Company absolutely flopped. So what usually happens when a company fails? Everyone points at everyone, and who's going to pay these final bills? We're gonna, we have to file bankruptcy, all this stuff. Who's going to, you know, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. Well, you should pay that last fee and all that. You know what I mean? Like, I never, we, we all ended everything smoothly. And guess what? That was two, I, I don't remember year. It was before shot started, which was 2009. So I want to say it was 2007, 2008. A failed company. We always stayed in touch. We're always cool. So guess yeah. what? In 2020, the idea of Happy Dad comes out. Who am I calling? Yep. Yo, what do you guys think about? It? We give this another try. Would love to, John. Like you know, and those guys came in and helped us create Happy Dad based off their experience as well. So I think like Crazy. those kind of things are very important. Is like life is not short. Life is long. Don't burn any bridges. You never know who you need. Um, you know, I, you know. Obviously, like people know, like I'm close with Elon Musk. Elon came on the Full Sim podcast. Oh. That didn't just happen. I've known Elon since 2013. Like, we've been go back and forth. He's yeah. needed small little favors here and there. I've come through, you know, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So when Kyle says, hey, see if you could get Elon on the podcast, I'll see what I can do. I hit up Elon on a Friday, Monday, he's yeah. on the podcast, that you know? But it's like, you know, I could have burnt bridges with Elon. I could have done this and that, but I didn't, you know? And 10 years after... Nine years after knowing Elon, he comes out, you know, on the Full Send podcast. So you just never know. And if he needs something from us, I'll always come through for him, too. So I think that's the one word of advice is, like, just don't burn bridges. Don't you burn. never know um, who you're going to need in life. And 10 years from now, mm -hmm. four of us might be doing something together. That you is. know, like, yep. I could have not come to this podcast today and said, hey, you know what? Flight's delayed and yeah. long night in Vegas. I got to get home. I got to get to work. Got it, you know. Think I have to go back to Vegas tomorrow. I have a funeral tomorrow. I have all this other stuff. I could have not came, but no, I'm gonna come here. I'm gonna do this with you guys, and guess what? Watch ten years from now, we're gonna be doing something together. We're gonna yeah. go to a restaurant, <laughs> and we're gonna fucking come up with some idea, and we're gonna do some shit go. together. Yeah. Because I wasn't gonna burn a bridge and not come to this podcast today. Exactly. So wow. I think that's one one big um, bit of advice. 
the other thing too is, and this is why I'm so glad you guys are doing this podcast is, you know, figure out how to crack that YouTube code. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're big on YouTube, you're big everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, like for all different creators out there that are big on TikTok right now or big on IG. um, That won't last. Figure out YouTube. Yeah, it it could last if you're big on YouTube. But if you're going to do TikTok by itself, it's not going to last, no. Mm -hmm. That's our our main focus. We started focusing on YouTube back in 2020 when, like, uh, COVID happened. Mm -hmm. And then today, yeah, we have uh, 1.6 million YouTube subscribers. Like, we're averaging, like, 10 to 15 million views a month, which is good for us. Um, Very good. But but that's been our main focus because if you can blow up on YouTube, all your others, like, we just launched our Twitch has been killing it. Um, But YouTube is, like, if you can blow up on YouTube, that's the hardest platform, personally, I feel like, to blow up on. Because people blow up on TikTok all the time, but it's like yeah, everyone blows up on TikTok. Can blow up. Anyone yeah. can blow up on TikTok. Uh-huh. But YouTube is hard. That algorithm, if you can crack the algorithm, crack psh, salute. They're, they're putting more focus on short form content. Yeah. Like if you notice Instagram Reels, uh, YouTube Shorts. How do you feel about that type of form of content? Because obviously you've been doing um, it from the back in the day from Vine days. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good. Um, I think it's good. I think it's important. It's not. You know, the, the problem with it is it's like, what does it lead to? What does a short form content lead to? You know, I, I look at short form content really as like a trailer for something that's bigger. Mm. Um, you know, and I think that's where like, you know, and I actually said this. Um, one of my buddies just became the head of YouTube shorts and we were just chatting um, a couple months ago is like the beauty of podcasts is podcast clips are the most clips. premium shorts the f- most premium short form, teasers yep. uh, yeah short form content out there are podcast clips what you guys clip out with full send clips out with joe rogan clips out you know like these are all theo vaughn like that's the most to me the most you know premium short form content are podcast clips mm-hmm. but and it's a beautiful thing for like podcast creators because now you're feeding that short form algorithm that Reels has, TikTok has, um, YouTube Shorts has, uh, Snapchat has now. You know, you're feeding that algorithm so you're, you're relevant. But you're also like, it's a pointer now to the mothership, which is the main episode. Yep. And on top of that, you're monetizing it. Like movie studios spend all this money to create trailers and spend all this money to advertise the trailers on social media, on network tv where we're actually getting paid for the clips you yep. know so you're you know because now youtube just in yeah, early just february started, right the shorts. yeah yeah february 6th they started um shorts monetization but uh, it's tough monetizing on shorts honestly like uh people don't really monetize on tiktok you can get millions of views on tiktok you're not really getting paid i think the best platform to actually get people get paid on facebook i heard but i think the best platform is like youtube the adsense like long form shot content is where you really make your only money fans yeah. too though huh only fans how do you feel about OnlyFans? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really have an opinion. I don't know much about it. Um, I think it's pretty cool that it's created this uh, ecosystem mm-hmm. for, you know, the genre that's on there. Um, it's insane because we've had like those type of girls. They come in the store and they cash out 10, 20, 30,000 at a time. Yeah. And then when you ask them how much they're making, some of them are making like quarter of a million a month. Yeah, that's what crazy. I heard too. It's, it's crazy. It's unreal. It blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's not a... It's a lot not of sick a, people out there. And mind you, they're yeah. not even showing news. It's like, there's like an agency running in. They're like the ones chatting it up. It's like, uh, I've heard some crazy things. They're showing like right, pictures they already post on social media. Really? Damn. That's, it, blows my, it blows my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a, that's a, that's a product of COVID. It is. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, COVID, COVID yeah. Uh, made OnlyFans a thing. But going back to YouTube, how are you guys doing? How are we doing? Yeah. Like, really? How's it doing? Our AdSense is killing it. Yeah. yeah. 
But our, our end goal is like, the thing is, we don't even care too much money. Uh, we don't really care about the money when we make it from social media. It's yeah. more so it helps our brand out. Yeah. Like that one viewer can come, like we have people from all over the world shop at Cool Cakes, but exactly. it'll end up leading to a sale inside the store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like the bigger picture is like we have this massive fan base on social media, but then our end goal is like we're creating this marketplace that I told you about, Minuswap. Yeah. And once we launch that, now we're going to be competing directly with like the StockX's of the world, the GOATs of the world, Ebay's eBay. of the world. And like all these big companies, even Amazon, a lot of these platforms are trying to get into the collectible space because just sneakers alone is worth like 20, 30 billion dollar industry. It's, it's a massive industry. Yeah. Um, but that's why like when we started this new company, Minuswap, where it's not like it's not a startup really because we're getting the foundation of cool kicks that we built since 2014. And that's why we've just been focusing so much on podcasts and all these platforms of social media because we are going to be able to market ourselves. Yeah. And that's no, you become, I think that's the important thing. And that's what like... You know, we kind of look at both Fulson and Shots as kind of like the media arm of Happy Dad. Mm, so you know, yeah. without Shots and the back end of Shots and Shots' relationship with all the platforms and without the geniusness of Fulson and Nelk, you know, Happy Dad. I mean, the reason why that tequila that I made in 2007, 2008 failed is because we had no marketing. We pretty yeah. much we made the product. It was ready to go, and we're like, all right, now what? You know, like it's everywhere. You guys wear it too, everywhere you go. So oh, people yeah. are always like, "What's that? Happy Dad?" Yeah. But all that would not be possible if it wasn't the foundation you guys are wearing. Exactly. Yeah, it, the, the the this right, mm-hmm. like, and what you were saying with with this, and you know, um, with what you guys are doing with the podcast and the clipping of the podcast. But the end goal is the new startup getting, you know, traffic into here. Or if you weren't doing that, what do you have to do? You'd have to go spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on Instagram ads and when Facebook the, and a lot ads. Of that and might not even work. It might not pay, convert. Pay influencers, like, you know, hashtag sponsored. You know what I mean? All that other stuff that might not convert. You don't know. That's why the foundation you know? of the six to the eight years that we've been here, just knowing the relation, knowing people like you or knowing celebrities, all that comes together, especially when you're trying to create something bigger. And that's what I was saying earlier is like, it's so important for everyone to create a YouTube channel because now, I per- I think I was actually talking to Dana White about this the other day. We we're having burgers at um, Irv's Burgers down the street, and he um, we're talking about like every creator, major creator has had merch. Um, every major creator has you know is on almost every single platform. And next up, I you know I think every creator is going to have a podcast. So, oh yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, um, especially those who haven't been able to crack the YouTube code, yeah. you know, they're going to have a podcast. Um, but the bigger thing is I think every creator is going to have their own like consumer goods product, their own brand, yep. whether it's Happy Dad, whether it's Prime, whether it's Mr. Beast Burgers or Feastables, whether it's Cool Kicks, whether it's uh, Raw Gear and, um, and Zoo Culture with Bradley Martin, like mm-hmm. every or, or Dobrik's Pizza, like every creator is going to have yeah, their right. own brand and and you know it could be a hundred million dollar company it could be a multi-billion dollar company but they're all going to have their own company just like they all launch merch they all launch youtube um you know they're all gonna you know because you always have to think about the bigger picture how do you how do you feel about twitch we just started a twitch um for our store that's another thing if you can make it big on twitch like someone like a kai or aiden ross those type of individuals like if you can be massive on twitch i feel like that's as powerful as like a youtube i feel like Twitch streamers have a massive crazy, fan base, yeah. and there's like a cult crazy. following. Yeah, literally. It's just you know if you, you think YouTube's hard, like Twitch is like. Yeah. If you harder. guys could figure, I mean, bro, like Nelk barely figured out Twitch. Yeah. You know, like 
Yeah, we you just know, started like, like a month ago. We're we're averaging around like seven, eight hundred viewers a, a, a stream. Yeah, we good. just got like sixteen hundred subscribers. It's not bad for our first. Wow, that's Why great. Why harder is because the, the market's it's not hard, that hard, bro. To have people literally just sit there, sit and, there watch and watch you, you all day and then pay too. Um, it's hard like for you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because now you got to keep these guys engaged for yeah, hours. Exactly. It's like tiring. Luckily, you know, for you're us, not you're not sixteen years old, bored in a bedroom. You know what I mean? Like six. You know so. Luckily for us, we can see like, that little screen right there. So this recording that buy, that's our counter. Since we're a buy, sell, and trade oh. business, people come and sell so their shoes all day. So it just, it just, and it literally. Just so now yeah, they get, get to see the association. interactions. So people all love just seeing like new consumers. Twitch coming. is not cool for if you want to just do quick like one hour. Like nah, oh, you, you, nah, you have to be on hours, hours to crack the algorithm. Yeah, crack that, and you get yeah, yeah. You that's why so much pressure on those guys, and that's why they, most of them end up doing dumb shit. Yeah. It's like a lot of them don't have a storefront like us where we have random people come in and create content. It's like stars. Yeah. Actually, they can just sit there Think about it. Like ride. someone else, if you're at home, you're sitting on in a, on your couch or something yeah. on a laptop, and you're, you're sitting there literally six uh, six hours. Just yep. you gotta talk. To or them if you know you'll never come them. there, you can never make it so a cool how, kitchen uh, person. That guy Speed and all them, they just they just sitting there. They yeah. sit in the crib. I think he got banned just, though. By what I heard, I think. Oh, that's right. It's just crazy. Um, what, what happened when the person ran into here? That was crazy. Right. Imagine, I, imagine the Twitch was running back oh, then. That would have been crazy. That would have gone. Yeah, we oh, that, was that, COVID, that was COVID time, right? That yeah. was when yeah. LA was losing we, its mind. Um, uh, our, we had a store on the promenade, Third Street Promenade. That, gun, that, that store got looted. Mm. We, we were next to like, gas. We had took the old diesel store on the promenade. And yeah, like over 200 people broke in. It literally took everything. Oh, everything. So we, crazy, we, we were going to uh, open that crazy, store though. back up. But the rents, obviously, you know, the rent on the promenade is the prime real yeah. estate. But then... During COVID, there was that time where it was like no tourists could come to America. And the promenade in Santa Monica rely on tourism. That's where the real yeah. money is. Same thing with like the Grove or Rodeo Drive. Um, so we didn't end up opening it because like our vision now is like people are always like, oh, we have offers in Dubai and Saudi Arabia and New York, Miami. But it's like opening stores is cool. But like this type of business model of buy, sell and trade is very hands on. Yeah. And yeah, sure. It makes it can do millions in sales, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as a business owner, it's, it's not as scalable as creating like a, a like a tech company or something that's like can be global. And reach more people. What's that? What's that app that sells buys and sells shoes? That um, StockX Goat. No, not no. The one that shoes only. Um, Goat. Goat. Yeah. yeah. Are they they're, still they're, crushing it? Yeah, they're, they're, they're worth four billion. Yeah, they are. Four wow. to five billion. A buddy of mine was one of their first investors, Mark Suster, and he uh, told me about them like from upfront. Upfront. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm very he, close with Kobe Fuller. Yeah. Um, He's a partner there. Yeah, he told me about that a while ago. I never. Uh, sometimes I see it pop up on my Instagram, but no, they're it. They're worth like four to five bill. Um, StockX is Stock last. Uh, like StockX around like four to five two. Yeah, those are the two main. The two main ones. And eBay. Yeah. And eBay's been focusing a lot on oh, collectibles. Wow. From what I'm hearing now, it's like Amazon. Um, Amazon's been trying yeah, to get. They're into about space. to start. Yeah, they're about to get into the NFT business too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're creating their marketplace. Yeah. 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 So one of the guys that created that is like I know pretty well. So yeah, that's gonna be interesting. And there's just so much stuff is happening. Like, well, there's technology is moving so rapidly. You just gotta you gotta be ahead of the it. curve. I always tell it. people that it's like you gotta be. In well, front. well, especially YouTube. I mean, I, you know, one thing about YouTube is YouTube's always changing as well. Yeah. You know, and you always gotta like kind of like understand how the algorithm's working, what works. You know, there's so many different parts to YouTube. Um, you know, a you know what's crazy is like a thumbnail could be as important as the content that's actually oh, in the video 100 percent. Title, title thumbnail is very important you can have literally a bomb like the biggest people in your videos but if your title thumbnail is not catchy that and they don't get the click that's rate exactly. yeah. you're not getting pushed out yeah we've noticed that trend. yeah the title too i mean when when nelk went to russia i remember kyle's like hey what do you think about us going to russia i was like i don't know man it's gonna be crazy 
He goes, yeah, but that title, you know, Full crazy. Send Goes to Russia would be crazy. And I was like, well, what's the video? He's like, I don't know yet. Yeah. But he knew the title, right? Now that video's got over 9 million views. You my, know, my dad like, watched that video, so that's how you know. It's a great video. <laughs> you know what's that's crazy? A great, that's that's award-winning video. Yeah. I've told, I, I have these combos with the people that run our cameras, like Santiago. And I always tell him, I said, get the thumbnail title first. Yep. And then you work backwards and you film work backwards. the content. That's yep. a secret. That's a secret for anyone Literally listening. I tell him that all that's the time. Sick. Yeah. Sick Hopefully works. you guys have made it this far in the podcast. But if you're listening, that's the secret is title first, thumbnail second, then film the content. Yep. 100%. You know? Content still got to be great, you know, because YouTube looks at YouTube's algorithm also pushes out. Watch time. Watch time. Yeah. And watch through rate. So if someone clicks through because of the title or the thumbnail and only watches one minute of a 10 minute video they're not going to push it you're not going to have most of your views everyone's views comes from recommended views or Mm -hmm. suggested views so you now you got to have great content as well but how are they going to see the content you know people judge a book by cover you know when they're on youtube so you know you got to have that title thumbnail then have great content have high watch through and then once you figure all that out it's money that's the key people don't realize that you're a made person you know, I think that's what you guys are doing. That's what Nelk's doing. That's what Mr. A Beast, lot of top creators, you know, yeah. like, you know, that's dope. Before we end this pod, what's your end goal with everything you're creating? Like with a happy dad and full sense, like, oh, you want to go public? Do you want to get acquired? Like uh, you saw FaZe, they did their little IPO thing. But like, what's your end goal? I think, um, you know, the, the end goal with us is always with all of my businesses is running a successful business that makes money. And everyone from top all the way to the bottom is happy and having a great culture and make money. You know, right now, I think that's one thing that a lot of people learn post-COVID. A few people learn a, lot, a few things post-COVID. But one of it's like, obviously, like health is wealth. Okay. You know, sure. like, you know, I think, you know, not to go down the rabbit hole of vaccines and all that yeah. crazy talk. But, um, but, you know, the ultimate solution to COVID was really your health. Yep. Um, so... But also, COVID also showed that, you know, cash is king, you know, like, you know, I mean, very sadly, you know, during those lockdowns and everything, a lot of the middle class got wiped out. Oh, yeah, it was bad. So, you know, you see it here in L.A., you see it in a lot of major cities. So I think just make money. Um, Someone wants to acquire all that's in God's hands, you know, like if someone if, uh, you know, I I think that IP, uh, you know, going public and all that that is uh, seems like a little bit of a headache. It is because um, you have too many people. Yeah. You know, a um, lot of pressure. Yeah, um, you know, we we uh, you know we have our NFT, the Meta card, and that's already you know that that kind of gave me a taste of like what you know an IPO could look like, mm-hmm. and it's like you know I'd like to just if I'm going to focus on making anyone happy, it's our NFT holders. Yeah. So so you know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just. I think the, the you know bit of advice to anyone with a business, you guys included, or anyone listening, is just like, hey, make sure just you have a great culture. Everyone's happy, and you're happy. You love going to work every single morning. You love what you do, and then on top of that, make money. You know, everything else, if it happens, it happens. But if you build a business hoping that one day, you know, in our case, I don't know, Jack Daniels or Budweiser wants to buy us, or you know, in Shots' case, you know whomever, you know, a big media company wants to buy us. If I'd like wake up every day, you know, Shots is 14 years old, you know, and we did have one moment where it was almost acquired by Twitter. It's all public. Um, but, you know, if I woke up every single day for 14 years hoping I got bought, you know what I mean? I'd be disappointed right yeah. now. But I love what I do. You know, I love, so I, I'm walking in, 
you know, all right, how are we growing views with shots? How are we growing views? How are we making our <coughs> podcasters more money? Um, how, you know, how are we adapting? You know, what's new on YouTube? You know, talking to YouTube, what, you know, not just on the, you know, regulatory side, but also, you know, on the product side. It's like, what's new? What's coming out? What can we do to gr further grow if you're coming out with shorts or you're coming out with community or you're coming out, there's a few other things coming out with YouTube in the next few months. Um, you know, what could we do first to, you know, help grow and stay relevant on YouTube? So, you know, those are the things that I love doing every single day. But if I woke up every day hoping that someone's going to call us and buy us, you know, I'd just be disappointed, disappointed for 14 yeah. years. Yep. That's dope. We just hit the hour mark, John. I right. really appreciate your time. Yeah, means man. a lot. That was that didn't seem like an hour. We had a good, great combo. Know, we on the other side. Usually we're spinning the we're spinning the gems and spinning game to everybody. Now we on the other yeah, side. That's good. Yeah, no, I mean I'm always I come and do these things, man. Honestly, like. I mean, I'm a big fan of cool kicks in general. Right? So it. when Noah told me about this, I was like, fuck, yes. You know, but but also like I just hope I know you have a younger audience. Mm -hmm. And what I really like to do is like I said, I'm 43 years old. I've learned a lot in this business. I just want like people to like kind of learn from my mistakes. Mm -hmm. I made a lot of mistakes as well. Um, and just kind of like, you know, just get off your ass and do it. You know, um, it's, you know, we're always here to like help educate if someone needs help creating a YouTube channel. I think more YouTube channels, the more creators, the better for all of us. Yeah, the better you know, the ecosystem. Like that. Yeah, like I love that. I love um, my, my buddy, um, his kids, um, they're in elementary school. And, you know, he said like, um, teachers ask them what they want to be when they grow up. And I remember when I, when I was a kid, it's always doctor, lawyer, police yeah. officer, fireman. You know, now it's like he was like, dude, the whole class is they want to be YouTubers. Yeah, like, that's all kids say. Times have changed. It's, it's the future, man. It's so crazy. now I'd love to like just support them because scary. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. Yeah, it's no, true. I love it. Think about it. Yeah. Our, our era, yeah. there was yeah. no like phones like that. I didn't get a phone until I was in college. I didn't get a phone until college. Yeah, a nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid's hero right now is YouTuber Logan Paul, Mr. Beast. You know, like that's what a nine-year-old, ten-year-old's you know hero is right now. You know, those guys. It's insane. Really appreciate you, though, John. Wish yeah, you nothing course. but the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the happy yeah, dad. Yeah, Make yeah, sure you yeah, go yeah, check yeah, them yeah, out. I know you guys all know. Oh, man. I'll drink. But to everyone out there, thank you for kicking with Cool Kicks. Make sure you go check us out on Spotify, Apple, and all that. We got a tool. I need a shotgun tool. Oh, yeah. Who sent tool, man? I'm going to bust over the way. We got a tool. I got a tool. I don't know how to do it. Oh, man. Here. You got a key? Just do it with a key. You got a key? Frank is the team doing on cold kicks. Yeah, you guys got to do it with your teeth. That's what you got to learn. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, go ahead. Yeah, that's how shotgunners do it. <laughs> Let's get it, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's that. Let's do it. Let's go, go, right? Oh, Wait up. Oh, shit. Oh, he's messing up. Oh, First time somebody hey. shotgunning inside cold kicks. Hey. Happy dad. Hey. <laughs> On his rainy, a rainy Friday. <laughs> Hey! hey. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, thank it's you. It's still packed to me on this serenity there.